Boys and girls, the tea is served again. It's ready. It's ready. Are we on the right mode? Yeah. Little it should be bi-directional. Bi-directional? So. Yeah. Okay. So, how you doing, Kevin? Good, how are you? Welcome to my newly renovated, booked everywhere. It's tea, nice. A tea room. It's nice. I like it. It's very open. It reminds me of the Apple store. <laughs> on my show notes, I name it the tea room. Yeah, you can really feel the, the tranquility. And as Kevin is serving his tea mm -hmm. um, on his nice tea set, um, we're just here relaxing. You know, we're talking about, um, you know, his home, the different appliances he's gotten, the smart features. And it actually got me, like, interested in talking about smart homes, yeah. right? So what do you think about sort of the new ways, like, people sort of, instead of, like, spending more on, on homes, they're spending more on these different appliances that make their homes feel um, sort of whole, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Ikea is kind of like taking the charge on this, right? Yeah. You see, there's a fish in there? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, is this a real fish or is this not, not a real, a real fish? fish? So it's a teacup that have a fish in there. Mm. Um, so for me, like getting a smart home means that it's going to make my life so much easier, right? Yeah. And I was, we were just uh, talking about because I was in Ikea, I was doing some research on blinds because, you know, I need to get blinds for, for my windows. And then they're actually going to have a new kind of a, like, like a smart blinds come out mm. like within the next like months, like early, early October. So my goal is to make, make lots of money on, on like commission and then get that. Yeah. It's like a hundred bucks, 120 for a, for a smart blind. For one? For one roll, yes. They're, they're cheaper than the ones at my home because just regular blinds, uh -huh. they were like $200. Yeah. So I'm not surprised by the price. And I, mean, I feel like people are turning more towards saving up. Right, yeah. you're saving up for your net your next Sonos speaker. Yeah, I am. You're saving up for your next um, smart display from Google. Yeah. And now it's going to be your blind. So I feel like having these smart home features makes people feel like um, it's not only making people live in the future, mm -hmm. but it's also people living in luxury. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what type of home you have. Yeah. So think about that, right? You wake up. There's some uh, sun, uh, sunshine coming in. It was like. Uh, uh, Alexa, open the uh, uh, open the blinds. Yeah, and just rise up slowly and slowly and slowly. Alexa, play uh, play my morning playlist. Your music start going. You know. You know what's cool? When I was a kid, I always imagined like yeah, because you saw in, in movies yeah, Iron yeah, yeah, Man. That's what I'm talking about. Iron yeah. Man. I really feel like Iron Man really helped inspire this. Like the first Iron Man, like the be the uh, beginning scene. Yeah. Yeah. Iron I Man one, his about. special assistant. Well, guess what, Kevin? We have our special assistants. It's Alexa and Google now. And Siri. Yeah. And Cortana. <laughs> What's Cortana? Uh, Microsoft. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Well, but... Nobody knows what Cortana is, so... We're in the first stages of this. Eventually, it's going to get to where, kind of like in Iron Man, it shows up and pops out of the screen and it's artificial. Mm -hmm. it, you know, you can sort of see the AI mm -hmm. come out. Yeah. Holographic. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Star Wars, so... You think that's where it's gonna head? I mean, I feel like you know, cause I just finished a podcast t uh, today. I think I, I put a, I posted on my Instagram a story. A Nick Bostrom, who I believe is like the leading mind in terms of the artificial in, intelligence, and uh, for the like most of the podcasts toward the back of it, they were talking about simulations, right? So Neil, so Neil, Neil Bostrom won like a huge grant on his theory on the simulations. Uh -huh. Meaning, you know, how do you know that you 
your perception is real, right? How do you know that you are a part of the simulation? But when you know you are part of simulation, what can you do about it? Or a, like a simulation, like Sims, like okay, uh, like the uh, game Sims, like yeah, yeah. Sims One, Sims Four. Uh huh. Let's say you understand that you are part of that simulation. Mm. How do you perceive realness? How do you perceive consciousness? True, you really can. Yeah. So like Joe Rogan was having problem understanding him, and quite funny, I have a problem understanding him too. It's very technical. But I guess it comes down to what's your perception of reality of reality is because if you don't draw a line on that front, then like I can say when I pinch you, you feel pain. Boom, you're in reality.、Mm-hmm. But you have to set it up based on that you believe that whenever you have feeling, then you are not in a not in a simulation. You have to pre-assume that whenever you are. You know, like the line between simulation and real life is the way that you feel pain, but that line is changeable. If、okay. that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Right? It's kind of confusing. It makes you think really deeply. Like Elon Musk sort of said the same thing. Yeah. That we're living in a what? A computer computer program or computer、yeah. software Musk, or something? Yeah. E- uh, Elon Musk thinks that you know we since our our human like the the existence of humans should be the bulwark for the robots. Really?、Mm-hmm. That's a little crazy. Yeah, because you know Joe Rogan and Sam Harris, they're on the side of you know AI is the worst thing that can ever happen to us. Yeah. Right. Because I like it. Like it makes sense, right? Like you know, if if we cannot really have a handle on you know the robots, then we'll be doing then we'll be doing the the、uh, the uh, buildings the、uh, buildings for them. Yeah. So. That's how, how、uh, like the gist of this situation is, is that you know, where do you draw draw the line in terms of you know, yeah yeah yeah, it's being too much or it's going too fast, and nobody knows that when we we will achieve like you know AGI, which is artificial general intelligence. Yeah, nobody knows. Well, so, so. we actually talked about this in our podcast a long time ago, probably like、yeah. a year ago. Um, where um, is AI you know eventually going to take over the world like people say?、Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be a world sort of like in Wall-E, you know? Or that's mostly technology,、mm-hmm. but it might get to that point in the future.、Mm-hmm. But I think AI is more better than than worse. You know, I think it's going to do more. So you're on、that. the other camera.、Okay. I'm definitely on the other. I'm definitely on the other side. Like, I feel like these things make us sort of live easier lives.、Um, I can text you without like having to text in the car. I can say, "Hey Google," or say, "Hey Siri,"、mm-hmm. send Kevin a message, and that's safer for me while driving. Yeah, voice re- voice re- recognition, absolutely agree. But the thing that I I sometimes think about is like the reason that I'm I'm landing on the negative side or you know, not so positive side of things is is that I believe that there's so much uncertainty in terms of developing AI.、Yeah. Like it's not I、like、set up like IKEA furniture. Hey, hey, I was doing some <laughs> IKEA furniture assembling before Joey came here. Is that There's no set. There's no set directions. Yeah. Like you, you just have no idea how AI can come to the come to the uh, uh, solutions. That's what what we call a term called deep learning,、mm. right? For example, right, like you know that the、uh, AlphaGo. I use that example over and, and over again. All they do is they teach them the basic rules of chess,、mm. and then they 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 let them go. Okay. And boom, they run out. Even the grandmaster cannot beat them right now. 
What, the computers? Yeah. Really? So the only thing that the human teach them is how to play chess. Which you and me, we can learn it by Googling it for the next five minutes. And then we cannot even achieve the same capacity. That, that, that just crazy to me. Like think about like developing like a nuclear weapons, right? Do you, think, like do you think that artificial intelligence is going to get to the point where it develops its own consciousness? And yeah. it can think for itself. That's that's what what we mean by AGI, artificial general yin, yin, uh, intelligence. I think eventually it will get to that point. Mm -hmm. And at that point, do the artificial intelligence have rights, like other humans? Maybe that's a hundred years down the road. You never know, right? I I feel like if they have maybe rights, we're gonna make robot AIs, like I, people are saying. I feel like if they have rights, then we're then we're toast. Why? Replace them for the workforce. What are humans going to do for jobs? They will replace us if they have rights. Maybe, maybe that will be the trigger point of the battle between a real human and and uh, AI. It's, it's, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's going to rise up for their rights. That's scary. And then once they once they get their rights, then we're toast. Then we become their slave. Right. That's scary. Yeah. They will. Scary. They will. They will enslave human to generate. Uh, power or electricity to feed them and then they become the master lord that was of a the matrix world. I know, you see right? matrix i that's... saw it but it's a long time ago no yeah that's I, what I they did they used the humans uh, energy to mm -hmm. power them or something yeah like the pot thing the little pot yeah that was cool why were why are we talking about the, uh, ai i don't remember well that's probably when you have grandkids grandkids yeah maybe that's to the point where they'll create the first artificial intelligence robot I mean, they are already, but it's going to have its own consciousness to the point where it will have its own rights. And it's going to be Siri connecting to your phone, connecting to everyone, and lock everyone. Uh-huh. Hold them hostage. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to, like, think about, so. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Yeah, let us know what you guys think about this. Um, it's pretty interesting. I'm kind of terrified, but I think AI for, the, for now is good, and that's sort of, like, assuming the worst. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like always assuming, everyone always assumes the worst, but I feel like you shouldn't be too scared uh, right now. Again, just the amount of un like the amount of uncertainty. Like nobody can give out like a, like a definitive answer. Where are we right now in the stage of artificial in intelligence? No, no, nobody can say for sure. We're in the infancy. Yeah, we're in the infancy, but like nobody can, can tell, okay, so we're gonna have this in the next 10 years. True. You know, like you know, like Murphy's law or like Moore's law, like we can predict. Okay, cool. Within the next three years, computer speed is gonna be this fast. Way we fast. Can, yeah, we can produce that. Like, we can predict that, but artificial we, we we don't know, right? Yeah. And then everything moves fast when you are uh, you know talking about artificial in intelligence. So there's this book that I, I need you to read. Mm -hmm. um, believe it or not, you know who PewDiePie is? Yeah. He recommended it. And okay. it's this book on AI, and this guy sort of helped develop AI. What's but he name? wrote, I don't know, I'm going to try to find the title, but he wrote How AI is Bad for the Future. Is it by Nick, Nick Bostrom? Let me see. Called Super, Super, Super Intelligence? I don't know. But anyways, he talks about a world of what would happen if like AI like took over, and he talks about what it, what it really means. Yep, I don't know, but 
it's pretty much that, like, what we were just talking about earlier. Like, yeah. what if AI developed a consciousness? What would happen? Yeah. So. Cool. That's all I got to add for that. <laughs> I don't know what I got to say. Why did we start talking about, I thought we started talking, talking about uh, Smart Home, and then we talked about AI. Yeah. Because it interlays, I don't know. Yeah, oh. I mean, that's how the free-flowing conversation works, right? I just finished a podcast by Joel Rogan when I'm putting up IKEA furniture. So. New podcast? Yeah. Was it the one that t- came out today? Yeah. Nick, Nick Bostrom. I'll check it out. Is that the AI guy? Yeah. Check it out. So he's super smart. He, he's from, um, from Scotland. Mm. And then he had earned, uh, earned a tenure in philosophy teaching at Oxford. Wow. And then his thing is uh, artificial yin. yin what does he, uh, yin, yin what does he teach? Um, AI, AI, and then perception in the uh, in the uh, philosophy department. So, mm. I have his book; it's really good. So, Joe Rogan's good. He's got some good guests on there. Yeah. So, huh. we're we gonna make this free flowing. Yeah. Okay. Tea session. All right. We're just gonna talk about stuff. How uh, how do you like the tea? It's pretty good. It, it I like a, your nuts. It tastes a different, right? Or your beans. You mean peanuts? Yeah. They I remind just, me of beans. I just boil them, and I put a little bit of salt. So I don't like them, I don't like them to be too salty. I have, I have uh, other stuff here too. If you want to open that up, eat uh, eat a couple of things, uh, tea snacks. Yeah, sure. Because I have a whole thing, and I was uh, if I put it away, then I'll never finish it. Okay, so you put it there. Open that up. Let's see. What do we have? Do you want something sweet or do you want something sour? Um, I'll get something sweet. Yeah. Thank you. This is a crunchy kind of thing. Not crunchy, like a soft. Called Liu Dagor, which translates to a donkey rollover. <laughs> really? It's, it's soft and it's sweet and it has. What's this, it made out of? Has a, a feeling. It has a rice, rice, uh, black rice paste in there. Ooh. Oh yeah. Good. It's kind of chewy. Mhm. Most people like they they don't like they don't like the the uh, the, the uh, texture. Uh huh. Do. You, uh, are you okay with the, with the, uh, the uh, texture? I'm fine. It tastes like a uh, gummy bear <laughs> texture, yeah. so I'm fine with that. Kind of. Not bad. Yeah, so so whenever uh, people have tea, they usually have a tea snack, you know? Mm. Because uh, you don't want to uh, drink tea when you're hungry. Mm. Kind of like drive, uh, drinking coffee when you're hungry, like you know, but it's like to a lesser effect. Mm. So, not bad. What do you have in? Similar. Mm. Sweet. So, I wonder what those are. I, I don't even know. It looks like beef jerky. It looks like chocolate. That one is probably more sweet. Let's see about this one. Not bad. This is like a dates, dry, dry dates. It's more of a sweet, a sweet and sour. Mm. 
This is not bad. I like I like this one better. And then the idea behind tea uh, tea snack is that you know, after we kind of like eat something different, mm -hmm. and then it will leave a different aftertaste, and then the tea will taste different too. Really? Mm-hmm. Is this specifically for teas? Yeah. Really? Well, you don't have to uh, uh, you know eat it with tea, but you can. It's not bad. Yeah. So now after you've you've done that, you can you can just drink the tea and then kind of kind of kind of taste different. Mm. I'll dig it. No, not bad. I had a long day today, man. What happened for you uh, today? Well, I had a big meeting. Uh, I did the meeting well. I mean, um, since I'm full time, they're giving me more tasks. And I'm part of morning meetings. I have to do site search. So site search is when you you know what site search is. You search something on the website, uh -huh. the search bar. I'm in charge of all the searches that people do, and I can tweak the searches that people do, and then I can I have to download the data, and based off that I have to talk to different analytics people in my in my company to my boss, and I have to report to them what's going on and stuff. It's uh -huh. pretty big. It's a pretty big uh, project. Uh huh. Um, a little stressful, you know. Mm hmm. But any job is like kind of stressful. I feel like. Yeah. So how have you been, you know, feeling? This is your like first, first two weeks. Yeah. Full, full time. It has weeks? been different. It has been different. A little bit of the same. How so? But um, what's different? What's uh, not different? More responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Not like crazy as I thought. Um, more. It's it's better because today I need to go early to pick up my grandma. Mm -hmm. And in the past I would have to cut down my hours. Mm -hmm. Now since I'm salary, I can go and I'll still get paid that salary. Mm -hmm. And usually you would have to call time off and stuff. But my bosses are kind of uh, cool about it. That if you need to go fix your car one day, you can show up half day and be like, hey, I'm coming in half day today. And they're okay with it. So it's sort of like a, a model of trust. Like if you don't abuse the trust, then you're good. Mm -hmm. There's this girl, uh, there's this lady, kind of older lady at my work. She calls off every day. She's like, oh, I got to go home early. I got to go home early at least four times a week probably mm -hmm. more you know sometimes she doesn't show up and it's like really bad where she kind of like abuses it where people sort of talk bad about her mm -hmm. you know and she's a little she's a little kind of like annoying and stuff but it's like people talk behind her back and i don't like i don't really know her mm -hmm. but it's like it's kind of like weird you know because i've never noticed that within a company this is my first like big company that i work for right mm -hmm. yeah i mean when you are Doing less work and making similar money, and people are gonna be like, "Why are they? Why is she doing that?" Right? Yeah. Normal. I feel like, um, like the thing that I, I'm learning about working in the workforce in the office space, you know, that sort of nine to five, <laughs> the politics, just the everyday mundaneness to it, mm -hmm. and that like you, even people you don't think you'll ever relate to, you do, because you have. If not, you would like lose yourself in the office because it's so boring sometimes, you know? How, why are you boring? Like I'm relating to someone that's 40 years old, someone the older than me that has kids and stuff about mm -hmm. something. So you just learn about people in a different way. Yeah. Everyone at the end of the day just wants to go home. They want to go back to their family. They want to go back to their homes and just relax. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't have kids. So I just want to go back home, play video games, or I want to go hang out with Kevin, drink mm -hmm. tea, right? Like, so there's a separation between us, right? Uh -huh. And what we relate to on a, on a, on a surface level. Mm -hmm. I mean, at a surface level, we all have relations. But for the most part, like everyone, 
sort of works for something and I'm learning to see what I'm what I'm working for they work for their kids they work to pay their mortgage they work for that stuff for now I don't really have any of that stuff so I'm just working sort of for myself right yeah so I feel like um, I'm learning that uh, later on through life everything is gonna change my goals are gonna change for what I want to like work for and stuff yeah right now like you're in the honeymoon uh, period right it's all sunshine and rainbow you're making more money than before yeah right you're like yeah full-time and once you know like a couple months in you're gonna be like uh, why why am I still doing the same thing right like you know because uh, that's when people become more placent like that's why you know like we talk about like salary versus commission mm-hmm like for me, like it's a new client. Like uh, 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 I'm gonna go set up a e-bike event tonight. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be running e-bike for the next ten days, mm. right? So like that's why you know I feel like most people, uh, most people like they, like the reason that they want to change or they want growth, quote unquote growth, is because you know they actually have a need to fulfill their time, right? They're not just sitting there and watching paint dry. I'm not saying not not salary people are like that, you know, like CEO makes salary too, but the thing is, is most people, mm-hmm. like after they get complacent for a while, and then there's lots of motivation. Yeah, so for me, what I noticed is that I, technically this is out of school, two years working, mm-hmm. uh, including my other jobs and my internships that I've had two mm-hmm. years. And I've learned that like people that are older, around 40 and stuff, mm-hmm. they're gonna retire soon. You know, 10 years. They just want to have somewhere that's nice, that pays them pretty good, that they can just go home. For me, for younger people, they want to work their way up. They want to work their way up to manager position or like a supervisor position. So they're more ambitious. But you'll get more complacent, I feel like, um, the older you get. Yeah. Because my boss, he has seven kids. I don't think he wants to change jobs anytime soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's fine where he's at. He's like, this is fine. It's quiet. The office is really quiet. I like that about it, you know? Uh-huh. Not too much noise. It's like pretty relaxed and everything. So, I feel like over like over time it just changes, you know? Yeah, absolutely, right? Because like, that's the thing is that, you know, people are, you know, are, are uh, having kids and they become more, more complacent and then they're just like, yeah, I'm just here. Uh, let me treating my time for the pay and then so, I, so, so I can go home. I really... You know, uh, do what I value, and there's nothing wrong with that. But the thing is, is that you know you are still spending more of your time awake. You know, doing that stuff. Like, why not make the most uh, make the most of it? True. Right. I agree uh, with that. But that's just a different thing because you know, like I'm on commission for the last like, two two years now, mm-hmm. pretty much. Probably a little bit more longer. But you know, that's just like my my perspective on things. You know, like. If you want to get paid more, then get better at your, you know, get your uh, uh, techniques or your way of talking to people, you know, things like that. The thing about you, Kevin, that you're learning through commission, Mm -hmm. through selling stuff, is skills that are going to last you forever. Mm -hmm. No matter even if, let's say, you go to salary or something, those skills are really, really good. My boss used to work sales. A lot of my managers used to work sales. Mm -hmm. They're really good at, like, talking and, like the stress of every day yeah you know so you'll be good no i couldn't do sales i didn't think i can do sales either uh, before i tried it i feel like it's hard because you gotta talk to people when they don't want to be talked to no you let them go 
Yeah. It's it's more about finding the right people, not converting them. I feel like that's like the biggest, you know, misconception about sales is do people change their mind sometimes about like a certain product? Yes. Right. But most people don't kind of uh, like you between Apple and and like uh, Android. Right. After this phone breakdown, you're going to get an iPhone 11. Maybe. You are. Most likely, like if I want to bet on it right now, I'm gonna say 70, 30. I you're going to have a 30 percent. You want to jump to, to like to like a pixel, right? Like that's what sales are. A person that wants a Honda, it's hard for them to flip to Toyota. Mm. Like sometimes it just uh, just merely because your like your dad drives a Toyota, uh, drive a Toyota, then you might prefer Toyota more. Mm. It's hard for for people to like change your mind. Mm. So most people they don't get is that sales is actually. It's about finding your buyers, not converting them. Oh. You you cannot change Apple to like oranges. Mm. And apples are always going to be Apple. That's it. True. You know, and that's I think you know like why people don't like sales because they don't want to feel rejected. Like I I take at, at a minimum one thousand notes in my face every single day. Eight hours, nine hours, ten hour shift. I talk to forty people an hour, fifty people an hour. And then they tell me no before that. They tell me no after that. So out of those 40 people in an hour, how many do you convert in an hour? One or two. So or your three. percentage is like 1%, like 10%? 10%, yeah. 10%. So you need, if out of 100 people, you'll convert 10 people. Mm-hmm. That's what we call law of averages. Mm. Because 10 people, okay, okay, just like you, like uh, just like me, right? I... I go into uh, IKEA today, trying to look into some uh, some uh, bookshelf. Yeah. And then uh, I want to get a you know a rack for my a speaker, and that's it. Mm. And I walk out with bonsai trees. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because you know they have bonsai trees there, and then I'm an apple. I like bonsai tree. Yeah. I'm already buyer right uh-huh. there. But if you're trying to sell automatically, me, yeah, yeah. If you want to sell me on, sell me on a. Like a big leafy, like a, you know, a, like a snake pants. I might think about it, mm. right? Same, yeah. uh, same thing. Yeah. Right. It's like you, like you, you go to somewhere and then you go, oh yeah, yeah, I want it, and then before you know it, because you are already potentially you're a yes to that product. True. You know. True. So I'm trying to think of what things I'll just buy automatically. Doesn't matter what it is. A stance. You're probably gonna buy. Yeah. Rather well, stance, stance, like. Let me show you my socks. Show me already. Here's on the ones Instagram. Rose got me. I know. I'm so, your girlfriend. She'll get you free stuff, man. I know. I know. I feel like she spoils I, me though. I need to get her stuff. I've been... Because she gets me two. You know what she got me? Did I tell you what she got me for my birthday? I can know. She made the mistake to. Sh- I, okay, so she was opening the box and she was taking out an envelope and mm-hmm. she didn't think that I would see the envelope because it's usually white. The envelope, mm-hmm. but on the back it said fossil. And we were looking at watches earlier this month, and I was Ooh, showing her the watches watch. I like. No, just regular watch. I don't like I don't like smart watches unless I I'm I'm very like I'm not even. It takes me a while to even get an Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't I wouldn't mind an, a smart watch, but it wouldn't really be like for me. You know? So 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 it's a watch. So she must drop like two hundred bucks on your birthday. Probably yeah. Yeah. Which is, I dropped three hundred a long time ago because I did that. I set an expectation, which I shouldn't have. But the good thing is that I'm gonna 
do something nice for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Like I finally it the reason why I did it in the past because I didn't have the capital, but now I actually have the capital to get mm-hmm. people gifts. Yeah, save it. You know what I mean? To get like my brother something. I'm gonna get my brother a keyboard. One that like lights up. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, the razor one, the RGB yeah. lights one. Yeah, yeah, the RGB lights. Um But I, I'm gonna get this kind of best way, of course. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, like it's. I don't really care for gifts, you know. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. It's not really. I'm not very materialistic, mm-hmm. right? It's okay. You are. Your person that they gave is being de- being de- delivered by Amazon. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Next, next time we hang out, I'll give, I'll give it to you. What? I'm not telling you what it is. It's being. You got me a gift. Yeah, it's being delivered. Kevin, I need to take you out to dinner. Why? Because you took me out to dinner so many times, I want to pay back the favor. When did I take you out? All the time. I don't even remember when. And I finally got my my pay, so I'm gonna take you out to dinner. Sure. Probably when I come back from Colorado. Let's plan on that. I don't even remember. I'll take you out to a Peruvian restaurant, a a good one. All right. A good Peruvian restaurant. You'll like it. So you don't like real books? You like Kindle books? Did you see my stack right there? Cause I'm like I don't I'm good, I was gonna get you real books but I feel like I should just get you some Kindle stuff because that's too much man. Look at that. Yeah, I mean. I mean, like, don't you ever like, want to build a library? Yeah, like that. Like that's true. But the thing is, is that most of those books are not bought at full price. Yeah. Most of our like seven, eight bucks books, and I can get a Kindle book for like you know two bucks. Have you read most of them? Yeah, I read most of them, but I haven't decided if I want to keep all of them yet. Wow. How do you read so good, fast? You squeeze time to read. I've had three those books in my room, the uh-huh. one on my counter. Uh-huh. I still haven't read all of them yet. I mean, here's a here, here's a the, the secret, right? Is that reading like it really takes takes like time. No, okay, okay. Let's put uh, put it this way: you want to squeeze time out of your day to read. Like nobody will read because I try to do it, but you know, even even me, I'm not very good at it yet. You know, is that I. I just I squeeze them. Like say I'm waiting in line in in IKEA, boom, Kindle on my phone. Mm-hmm. Say I'm waiting for a meeting to start. I have my Kindle always. It's in my work bag all the time. Mm. I go there early. I flip open. I do ten minutes, fifteen minutes of my reading. And then if I don't listen to that many podcasts, I'm gonna do audiobooks. But my podcasting are you know are taking my time, like, hugely. Like. Right now, I'm watching um, the Marvel's Mrs. Maisel when I'm uh, cleaning out the bookshop and setting up the room. Mm-hmm. My podcast feed got backed up so much. <laughs> really? Yes. And then I gotta catch up because you know it's good because I have like 20 minute drive to Lehigh and then I can catch up. Mm. You know. So that's the thing. You know, I have Joe Rogan. I have you know Tim Ferriss, Paul Politics, Dave Chang, Amazon, NPR, Amazon. They have yeah, a podcast? There's a podcast about uh, Amazon called The Land of the Giants. Oh. Uh, each season, they dig into a different big company, and this season, they're doing uh, Amazon. Is it good? Yeah, very good. So go on, uh, go on a, a, a Apple podcast and search for it called Land of the Giants. It's done by Vox, Vox Media, I think. Let's see if it's on Spotify. I think I think it should be on Spotify. I have the... I like Spotify a lot. Yeah. They have most of what I want. They have 90 or 80% of what I want. Yeah. It's true. They're right here, Land of the Giants podcast. Yeah, so, I'll follow it. So start, li- yeah, start li- listening from the episode one. It's actually really good. There's this. Um, let it, me show you my podcast I listen to. It talks about like you know how Prime got 
got into place and how they develop Prime and you know the, the like their whole warehouse deal how they treat workers a lot of like you know like macro e, uh, e, microeconomic kind of thing so, so these are my top podcasts RDR yeah. show yeah <laughs> I like the new fun by the way yeah it's pretty cool the ground up show yeah but he hasn't made a podcast in like two months I know he's, he's not very consistent he was but he's making more YouTube he does YouTube as well I know Disgraceland, uh, it's okay. He it, he sells stories and he okay. makes up fictional stories about real life events for okay. for uh, for musicians or movie stars that died or something. Uh-huh. Uh, that one's okay. I had Tim Ferriss on here. I listen to him sometimes. Mm-hmm. True true crime daily. Every day they do true crime that happens. So today's September twelfth. Uh-huh. They did true crime that happened on September twelfth. True crime that happened on September 9th. Is it a, every day. Is it a scary? Is it not scary? It's is just it? true crime. It's real life events. Okay. So yesterday, September 11th, they did something that happened in 1978. A uh, broadcaster died of blood poisoning. Why do you want to know about a broadcaster that died in 1978? I don't know. They talked sense. about the Unabomber. And then the Brilliant Aliens. It has Char- Charlemagne. Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God. And then uh, the comedian I went to go see, Andrew Schultz. Okay. They have their podcast is like just dumb stuff. Like they just talk about kind of everyday things, you know, super dirty sometimes. Super like dumb, but it's funny. The UFC podcast, the uh-huh. main UFC podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh stuff you should know. Yeah. That's that pretty much it. Do you do you know uh They're pretty interesting. Uh what's the what's the name? Uh, Stephen A. Smith is on the Breakfast Club yesterday. Yeah, I saw it this morning. Yeah. It's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah. He does everything. I feel like he overworks. Yeah, like I just don't understand how how a guy can talk for four hours every every single day. Like the first day, I don't know. Like, Even that in the Breakfast Club, they film it early, like at six or seven a.m. Yeah, and he was like, he was pretty good, like just talking. Yeah, but like, but but you gotta know, like a, a, a Breakfast Club is like extra. So so Asimov Smith, he did he does four hours of talking every single day on ESPN. Mm-hmm. So he did two hour on the on TV and two hour on his own radio thing. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes Crazy. he does other shows too. Yeah. So, like we complain that we talk for like an hour and feel like it's too long, but you know. <laughs> At the same time, I feel like we're kind of introvert, and Stephen A. Smith is like, um, he loves it. Yeah. He probably loves talking all the time. Some people just have the energy to talk. Rose. She has the energy to talk forever. I know. After this, I'm probably not going to talk all day. I'm probably going to go home and just like be like, I'm dead, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It just it just depends. I don't know. Just Some people just like talking. And that's really good for them because it serves them well and, and later on in the workforce or just in their life. Yeah, I mean, verbally express what you want is, is not good. But the thing is, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm far more talkative with you. And with uh, with my friends, then you know, to normal people. Yeah. So, so something that I know less, you know. Well, you know me. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the same way. If I don't know someone, it takes me a while for me to talk. You know, Ed. I don't talk to Ed like I talk to you, because I don't know Ed too well. Well, yeah. Well, Super weird. Yeah, kind of. But like, I feel, I feel like you know, you guys just like chit chat a little bit. Like you do this, do this, do that, and I, like do do do. You know what I mean? Do you think I, we do more than we talk? Yeah, I mean, like, roles, and I, I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, like a classic, like a college kid conver- yeah. conversation. I would like, agree. I never really understand the definition of a dude. Like, you know, like, define dude for me. 
Is it a male? Is it a female? Is it a young bro? A, is it a gym rat? Is it, is it a muscle guy? You know. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> That's what it is. I know. Well, dude is like. Or like bra. Like, what does that even mean? Dude, bra? dude is like guy or man or back in the day, chap. Yeah, or, but uh, yeah, but like but whatever like you, you know. But like you call rules, dude. Okay, so that or like okay, the, dude, or like <laughs> do that. Let me. Or whatever, for, for like so the reason she doesn't like it that I call her dude, but the reason that I call her dude is because for some for some. Okay, when I was in high school, I used to date this girl, uh-huh. and her name was Kathy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she hated that I called her dude, but I just called her dude because it's like, uh like I sort of like felt like why do you have the right to tell me why i can't call you dude or not and then we ended up breaking up <laughs> because of that yeah so it's like me i'm like no i can call you dude if i want to you uh-huh. know so it, in a me in a way it's a little weird it's kind of like a little petty um but i don't know that's why i kind of call her dude but i don't see it as like disrespectful but I at know, the same know, time some people take it really really weird they're like you called your girlfriend dude and now I'm like, that's the type of relationship me and Rose have. We're just very laid back. We don't really care about labels too much. Yeah, I mean, like if it really bothers her, like really, really bad, it, it, she kind of like doesn't like it, but it doesn't like bother her like that much. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to baby her. If that makes sense. I, I know mean, most people like call her, hey, honey, hey, bae. Like hey, I say, love. babe a lot. I say, babe a hey, lot. Love. Uh, I just do it to kind of mess around with her. Yeah. You know, I, dude? I know. Don't call me, dude. We're going to break up, too. I don't care. Kevin's breaking up with me. <laughs> no more he's podcasts. Take, he's taking the tea back. <laughs> <laughs> no more podcasts. Yeah, I mean, like, just define do. Like, I have no, no, no idea what that means. So, anyway. I guess it makes it sound it's just, somewhat, ca- it's somewhat just casual. Friend. So, it's like when you meet someone on the street, you're going to be like, hey, you don't know their name. Hey, man. Right? Are you going to say, hey, man? Yeah. Okay. What's something more conversational? Because language changes in your in your uh, society. Uh-huh. Language changes. In Lehigh, you interview those those guys with the with the ball cap, with the with the stand socks and the shorts. You know what I mean? With the Under Armour like shirt and stuff like that. The tank. They're like, hey, dude. What's up? What's up, dude? The tank top. <laughs> they drive the Lexus. You know. <laughs> Uh, I think you watch me and uh, me and girls too too much. Probably, probably. But that's what it is. That's how people dress. Certain areas, West Valley, you're gonna see like the hoodie, with like uh, I don't know. You, you know what I mean? I cannot believe I'm skipping a presidential debate for for like this crap. I this is better. <laughs> I'm kind of stylish, right? You think I'm kind of stylish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like your shirt. I think you're very stylish. You're like dressing better. I like the color. Yeah, a little bit better. My clothes are old. I'm gonna buy some new clothes. My cool. pants are like wearing out. Look, this is kind of dirty. Yeah, but this is washed. This is old. You need some new pants. This yeah. is this pants is like from high school. Yeah, from college. I went shopping like last Monday. No, yeah, this this Monday because I need some new like work clothes, and I ended up buying like a leather jacket for for like a hundred bucks. I was like, yes. Those commission checks are coming in good. No, I just <laughs> I just buying buying a little leather jacket in the summer is a smart decision because I I need one. I only True. have one. True. I'm looking to buy this Eddie Bauer jacket for rain. Right. Just for fall and a little bit of winter, and I really like it. But uh, it's a little hefty in price, but I feel like it's a good investment because you need. A, I feel like you need to invest in these things, in jackets, because they're gonna last you a long time, right? Yeah, but Eddie Bauer isn't like a fluffy kind, like a like the. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, is, is it more like a 
like a durable kind, or is it more like a fluffy, like a super lightweight? You know, um, that kind of thing? let me show you. Because I'm not a big fan of light of uh, Eddie Bauer because I don't do outdoorsy stuff that much. You know? So same thing with Columbia. That's what I thought. Face. But this one is sort of like a a mixture, sort of like streetwear a little bit. Let me show you. I think it's not on sale anymore, but I was gonna get myself this for my birthday or a Kindle. How can you still like deviate from that? I thought you want a Kindle. I am getting a Kindle. Isn't my uh, frequency uh, high stats of books prove you that you need a Kindle? Come on, look at that stash. I know. By the way, any book there you want, you can just take them. Really? I, I, I think. I will. I will have. Uh, I will have to see which book do you want. But any book you want over there, you can take them. Where is it? I'm trying to find it. It's funny. Like I, I was so frustrated with that big stack of books, and then I, you know, I, you know, uh, I updated my like, you know, uh, online dating pro uh, profile the bio. Yeah. I was like. I have too many books. Let's uh, let's uh, go on there so I can give you some books. <laughs> really? Oh, you split that on your description? Yes. That's hilarious. I was just getting so fed up with that. Look at that. Just look at that. It's pretty crazy. I know. <clears throat> you, so have you, how's, it, how's it been in the dating scene? Dating scene? Yeah, tell me about this. There's not much going on. Really? I, like, I still swipe and I still... It kind of looks like this, <laughs> the jacket. Looks like this. Okay, so kind of like a North Face, kind of like more like, you know, like a casual North Face. A little face. North Face, but more, um, it's more, um, it's it's going to keep you warm. Like, Eddie Bauer is like a pretty good brand for outdoors and like stuff. They do like, you know, fishing, stuff like that. Yeah, and sometimes I do go outdoors mm-hmm. and I do go kind of camping, hiking, then I'll use this, right? Mm-hmm. But I just like the brand Eddie Bauer. And one of the reasons, you can go back to your selling mm-hmm. uh, subject. This is the person in Seattle or Portland when I went to buy the Eddie Bauer jacket. It was just super nice. And the customer service was so good that I'm like, screw a it. Con- I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's what I do. Like That's what, really good. what, that, that, that's what we do. Is we're trying to give them a good, ex- good experience. Like I'll be on a e-bike tomorrow for like 10 days. I need to make, make every single person I talk to me comfortable. And then uh, figure out like, what they really need. And then most people, they don't buy on the spot. It's a $1,500 bike. right? Mm. Most people, they have to go home. And I think about that's how I get people to come back. Oh. Because I need to build a good relationship with them. They got to have fun talking to me mm. before they come back. Because if they don't like you, they hate the product too. Oh. Because they have to like you. Like sometimes they buy you before they buy the product. Yeah. You know, no, like, that's what selling is all about. Yeah, like I still have like you know people on my phone, and then uh, like I sold them a bike, and it's like Kevin, you know, like, I haven't got it yet. Oh, cool. Let me pass along like, like the message, and like, I help take care of them, even though like, I like I don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's like three weeks ago. Yeah, I don't need to talk to you because I'm already made my commission. Yeah, right. But the thing is, is that you have to be able to maintain that you know customer service as standards. That's how we're able to get into Costco or you know. Uh, Sam's Club and Walmart and Kroger and things like that. My, um, that's one of the reasons I didn't get my car from Larry H. Miller. Because when we went in there, they were like really rude and they wanted you to buy. Uh-huh. That like I ended up saying, let's just get out of here. And we ended up, I ended up going to Kangar and buying uh, my Chevy over there. Yeah. In Ameri- I went to American Fork to buy my Chevrolet compared to Murray Chevrolet. Really? Because it was that bad, like mm. the service. So yeah. services go a long way. Yeah. Like, and people do me. buy the person yeah they really do buy the person so. yeah same thing w- w- with me like the person that sold me my like, my like uh, Honda was nice was was excited I like I feel comfortable 
And then the you know the uh, the Hyundai uh, uh, guy was kind of young, you know, like you know, not gonna fall uh, fall for for like that. But he was just like, yeah, this car does this, this car does it. Let's test drive. And then before they close me, they say, and then they can tell I'm not that interested. And then they they, they say, hey, is there anything I can do to like earn your business? I deep down I was like, you are you already blew it. Why did they blow it? So was it the attitude? Yeah, just a conversation. Like he's like, you know, like kind of like when we're on a test drive, he's like, yeah, you know, um, this one doesn't have, uh, you know, uh, adaptive cruise control. They only have, uh, you know, a regular cruise control. And then will you uh, will you keep it between fifty miles to zero, and then the car can stop for you, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, so he wasn't really selling it. And that's it. They're like, give me the facts. You know, like here's the key to like selling, right? You gotta ask a qualifying question, right? Why do you need dynamic cruise control? Oh, this one does that. So here's what I do. It will have linking assist. It will do this. So I have to relate it to you. Mm-hmm. So whenever, so so the next time you're on the highway, you don't even have to keep your hand on the wheel. You do want to do it for safety re- reasons, but you don't have to. So it takes a lot of stress on your commute. Mm-hmm. That's what people love about this. Yeah. That's how I present it because just just telling you, hey, you know, bourbon apple is the best apple in the world. It doesn't matter to you. Yeah. If you don't eat apples. Mm. True. Right. Yeah. You need to understand why it benefits you in a way. Yeah. So what about Honda? What did Honda do different? It's the safety features. Mm. So I have link heap assist. I have dy- dynamic cruise control. I can lock in the car. They can see how fast they're they're uh, they're going. So my car basically drives itself on the freeway. Yeah. I set it up. I say 70, uh, 75 at the top speed. The lane keep is locked in. I have a car tracking in front of me. I let my hand go. I, li- I, li- I, li- I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I still pay attention. Yeah. But it just takes so much pressure out of me, you yeah. know? Because, you know, before I was driving like to Provo, like 40 minute drives, you know? So. Well, now you're, now you're good to go, man. Mm-hmm. Like my car, I bought the very base model. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I should upgrade or not. Um, I think I should just pay off my car, you know. True. And then I have thoughts about selling the car, but I'm like, I don't really need anything right now. Yeah. So I feel like I shouldn't get anything. Right I mean, now. here's what I recommend. What, what I recommend. We talked about, uh, talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Wait for a little, wait for a little bit, right? Because you're like two weeks into your full time. Yeah. Um, you know, next month. You know, uh, you know, what is it? Like? No, no, mid November ish before Christmas. Go talk to your uh, HR person, get your 401k, get your IRA, get your benefit, and do a do a financial planning meeting, a free one, with a North Southern Mutual. I can set you up with the guys really, really easy. Yeah. You go, you talk to them, you give them the information, they run it, and then really have a financial plan, and then, or, or at least get a baseline mm-hmm. of what you need, and then we, we like go from there. You know what I'm going to do? So... Um, it's around that timeline, around yeah. like maybe like a month or two months. So mm-hmm. right now, I'm gonna pay out. I already paid off my dad today mm-hmm. for the B and W. I was so happy about that. Finally okay. paid him off. Now I just need to pay back my grandpa where he helped me for tuition. Uh-huh. I should pay that off in one month, and after that, I'm gonna put money into the 403b, and I'm gonna put money into my student loans and my my different loans that I have. I don't want to go too in depth in the uh-huh. podcast. Yeah. 
but uh, I'm going to put more money in my loans, just try to pay those off. Uh-huh. And then with that extra money, we'll see um, sort of what I do with it if I yeah. have a different savings and yeah. stuff. So that's when I think I'll do the financial planning. Yeah. Because I, I want to I see how much to put in the 403B. Yeah, like that's why yeah, they can help you with that, right? Yeah. So that's why like, you know, just go get more information from your uh, HR department and just go talk to them. Yeah. So, Because the extra money that I have after I save, after I put into my savings, mm-hmm. all my, my debts, all that stuff... I have extra money, so I'm like, one, I could either just save it, do a do MMA gym, hundred dollars a month, or or that maybe I could go back to school at WGU yeah. and pay that money to get another bachelor's. Yeah, so maybe like, a master's. I think the kicker here is for you to identify what kind of debt is a good debt, what kind of debt is a bad debt. Yeah, for example, credit card debt is very bad debt. You want to pay that out right up. away. I know. This, I don't Just saying, that. I don't assume that you have it, but, but, but I'm yeah. saying, right? Uh-huh. I mean, like a car or a house or, you know, stuff is like a good debt, right? So you don't have to prioritize that. But if you want to reach your goal faster, mm-hmm. then go talk to a professional. Yeah, no, so. for sure. I was reading, so in, my, in, the, in the book, the, uh, I Will Teach You to Be Rich, uh-huh. it talked about two strategies that I really thought was interesting. So there's an aggressive strategy, uh-huh. and then there's like a sort of a passive strategy. Mm-hmm. So the passive one is, let's say you have two loans. Mm-hmm. You're, you can either put more money into both loans equally and pay mm-hmm. them off mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or an aggressive strategy is you put a lot more money into one of the loans, mm-hmm. try to pay that off as fast as you can. And once that's paid off, you just pay the other one very aggressively. Yeah. And I'm thinking about doing that strategy. Sure. Paying one off just really, really fast and then going to the other one and just putting everything yeah. in there to pay it off. Yeah, that's totally fine. Cool. I like it. But I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm finally going to implement the strategies I read I read yeah. about saving because money. Now, now you are making some dough now so you can actually apply this stuff. The thing about it is I'm very, um, I'm very more, I'm more frugal for sure. Yeah. Definitely more frugal in my mindset about saving. Like I went to Chick-fil-A and I used the coupon like that got me a free sandwich. I only paid like two dollars. You know, I'm not buying the combo with the soda. I still want to save money because mm-hmm. yeah. when I got laid off from my job, remember, I didn't have any cash yeah. and it was hard. So now I'm just trying to get my debt out of the way Yeah. and just try to like just save up. Yeah, good. Be financially uh, stable. So yeah, cool. We, I got to run. I got to set up an event. Anything else you want to add? No, that's everything. All right. I'm going to fill these out. Perfect. This is Kevin signing off. This is Joffrey signing off. Tea session done. Boom. Baby. You know I hate.